When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Well, today has been a pretty good day so far. I mean, I managed to get all of the J360 stuff back over here on the PC side of things. Pretty much had a week's worth of blackouts here and there. Solar eclipse is coming. So, let me get this straight. Soon enough, there's going to be a large blackout in the solar system. But right here, I had a large blackout anyway. Weird. And Steve Bannon is not in the White House. Now, I would jump for joy in that, but I also remember people like Stephen Miller are still within that snake pit. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of snakes in the snake pit still, so... It's kind of interesting that something significant is gone, but then you got to figure out who's going to replace that seat. Because there's a lot of scary stuff going on. He's going back to Brett Bart. Now, think about it. Or is it Brett Bart? Who cares? White Nationalist Newsletter. There's a good thing out of all of this, though. I'm back. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on J360 Radio. J360 Legion, Jay is back, and don't be afraid, we got a lot to handle today, I am going to be working on the important things, I'm just testing out all the stuff I have around here, so give me some time, and I think I'm pretty okay with what we got going on, I've been in a bit of hardware defects as of late, not exactly the best thing I'd like to talk about, but everybody else out here is excited about a solar eclipse, but I think I just had one. <laughs> what with the blackout special we had around here. So I don't think it'll affect things too bad. Still got the mic and everything, so we'll just have to see how this all goes down after a little bit of a while. And I also have other equipment just to boost my audio if I need to. Outside of all that, I hope you all have been doing well since uh, we've been having a lot of infighting, fallouts, and everything from our government. Now, keep in mind that this show was never meant to be a political show. Not by any means. I mean, at one time, my concept on politics, while was strong, wasn't exactly as heightened as it is nowadays. I guess because there's just a lot of insanity, you just can't sit on the side and be silent about it. The problem is, is that you got more and more people sitting there acting like, You shouldn't talk about politics! Oh, politics is evil! Okay, so it is. Yeah, politics takes things simple and make it complicated, but let's be real, politics isn't everything we do. Every single thing we do. Because we all want to do something, but then there's this rule to say why we shouldn't do it, then there's the moral dilemma, and then after a while we try to throw the morals out. And in the end, we want to talk about what's cost-effective and what's not cost-effective, don't we? And see, that's why whenever somebody's like, oh, we really should talk about that kind of stuff. We really should. Your ancestors talked about it, didn't they? Didn't everybody's ancestors talk about it? And here's the crazy thing about ancestry. Back in those days, you could get in a fight and everything else and be friends by the end of the week. You could go out drinking after a while and all that kind of stuff because you got all your frustrations out. Because you could have a duel. Now, granted, if you're shooting the wound, maybe, you know, just to scare each other. Of course, dueling has a high mortality rate. But still, I mean, at least things had to escalate to get to that point. Now everybody just goes from zero to 60 all the time. Like, I had a good friend one time, right? And we sitting here talking about this. He over here talking about how Donald Trump said that there were errors on both sides. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. Of 
course there's an antithesis to a thesis. You understand what I'm saying? Of course there's another side, but I don't think that other side was walking around holding torches and shit trying to beat the hell out of each other. Like, there were anti-protesters there, that's true. You're always gonna have your anti-protesters. But you see, you also have them protesters over there that are out there promoting hate and committing actual malice. And then this guy, who claims that he didn't vote, by the way, though I really think he did, he gonna sit there and he gonna say, no, no that, that, that's not it. If you didn't vote, look, I understand that a lot of y'all don't vote because of, well, you have your reasons We all, as we all do. But the thing about it is, to do your civic duty, to actually get off your lazy ass and go vote, that's something successful. That means that you give a damn about where your country's hitting in some ways. It also promotes the idea that, hey, if you don't like the way things are going, you can complain about it as many times as you want to. And this fool over here complaining three ways to Sunday and go back to Obama. And I'm like, Obama is done, okay? Let me tell you this, alright? It's 2017 now. Highly racist, highly ignorant, and still nothing is getting done. Even with that whole group of white people in there. You understand what I'm saying? Not getting a damn thing done. They just sit there, they do photo ops and shit, but they're not doing anything for all of us. And America is a melting pot. Unless you got one asshole out there that thinks that my race is better than your race. And what kind of shit is that now? You see what I'm saying? All of our vices are coming out of the woodwork. It was only a matter of time before peak racism hits. As all of our hedonism is catching up with us, those of you that voted Donald Trump, you put him in there, but you didn't know what kind of person he was. You voted on the self-righteousness of the the guy said stuff that you wanted to hear. But the thing about it is, you didn't take the time to ask him, how is he going to do all these things? And even if you did ask him, I guess he would go ahead and use his double talk like he normally does. Because whenever he does that, he's talking about double talk. Like, I didn't get all the facts. I didn't get all the facts. You're the president. You get the facts usually before anybody. But that's what happens when you elect somebody that's so set in their ways. Everybody's talking about, like, Kenneth. 71 year old change it's like you mean the idea that he didn't change before he was going for the job that he was bitching about for quite some time you mean the idea that hey if he didn't go for the presidency and maybe just stayed a billionaire and retired and he could go to any golf course he wanted to and really didn't need to have justification for i don't know the american people for what he's doing and then you have people like david duke who calls themselves the former leader of the kkk but still i think he has some control stick so we need to go ahead and take former off of that little tab there and understand exactly that this guy is really all about this agenda to make America completely white again. Now, I don't know what's wrong with some of the Caucasians I know out there, but then again, a lot of the Caucasians I know seem to be pretty easygoing people. But I also know that when you have some people that have to utilize race to justify their actions and stuff, what does that tell you? See, they can't handle being called racist. You can't call racist a racist. That's offensive to me. Spades a spade, man. You're gonna have to learn how to deal with it. That is your title now. But I'm not saying that all Trump supporters are racist. No, not at all. But there are quite a lot of them that had a hard time understanding that a black man was president for eight years. <laughs> Gee, I can only imagine what would happen if a Latin American was in there. <laughs> I can only imagine. President Sanchez is here. He's the anti-greatest. He did more damage than Trump ever did. I can't wait for those arguments. Because I know it's going to happen someday. And could you understand what would happen if any of those were women? Oh, man. See, some people can't handle it, but you see, so many people are so set in their ways, and they want to go back to a time when they were thriving. You see, it's kind of like what I had to do for the blackout of J360 this week. I had to prepare for the worst. Luckily, I had material backed up and a system I can use to go back to because the MacBook was only going to get so far. 
especially with the mileage on it. And I am going to get it fixed, but I'm also looking and upgrading the stuff around here, and as I should. Because you never know what could happen to this model. And I'm not afraid to say it, because I always have a backup. And speaking of my backup, I've noticed that I haven't done a portable show for y'all in a while. I've had some trouble with that, too. So I have to go ahead and find some new software to work with. And needless to say, I'm all about the test phase of doing things. That's what this is kind of a test of. And it's it's so crazy, right? You know what I mean? And then people, when they break down, they're like, let's not talk about this anymore. Bullshit. Okay? I know eventually I was going to get to religion on this, but you know what? Was it religious freedom, the end goal? Or like, when we talk about the media, isn't the media doing their job? They're not in a position to be liked, mind you. Now, it seems like everybody wants everybody to like each other. I say to hell with that too, to be honest with you. Now look, I also said that we all should come together, but I didn't say we should be lovers and best friends at the end of the damn day. Love is love, but you see the thing is we all have egos and we all have ideas of how we should get things done. And sometimes being in a team means that the team has to go ahead and complete their task. But there's always that one or two people in that team that didn't pay attention or sit there and say that they weren't briefed and they were always thinking that whenever the leader is talking that it's their time to talk. You know what I mean? Jackasses like that. And you see, the fact is that we have people like that and stuff like that. That just goes to show. Friendship is the end goal, yes, but it's going to take some time to get there. It's going to be some teeth-clenching teamwork to get to that point. But there has to be respect. It's like me being the leader, and then you got some people that want to sit there and be in the leader's spot. But it's like this. You may not like me every damn day, but you will respect me. I'm not looking for loyalty. I'm looking for you to get a job done. And if I was to go back, I don't think I would have started a business with my friends. I think I would have started a business with people who can do the job. And I give that advice to all of you out there that want to be entrepreneurs. Find somebody who can do the job. Not get settled down by somebody who has to resort to being a lifelong friend of yours and saying, Oh, this is the way I got to do This is what I can pull it out of my pocket. But you see, personally, you might be a great person to somebody. But professionally, you may just suck because you don't know how to differentiate the two. And see, that's the sad part of um, our society. We want our social life to be that driving force of everything. But you got to understand, if your professional life is shit, it's something about you that needs to turn around and understand how this world works. Sure, social media, personal life, it's great to have, and there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I love my personal life, don't get me wrong. I love the idea that I go ahead and I do what I got to do to meet people and, you know, I network and I build my business and stuff. But when I'm building my business, that's professional. I'm being professional about it as much as you are. Now, if I catch you in a bad time or something like that, when you're in a bad mood or some shit, you're going to have to understand this. When I say that, hey, I am Jay, CEO, president of J360 Productions, which I hardly never do. I always say Jay. I, I always say I'm Jay, leader of J360 Productions. It just has a better ring to it. But then again, I'm not president of the United States, now am I? But when it get right down to it, like I said, when you're in that professional mode, when you got your suit and tie on, and don't be afraid to wear a damn suit and tie, let's be real. You're in that professional mode. You go up in there, that's where you make your money. That's your salt mines. And it's okay to have fun there. But it's also like this. Professionalism, you're going to deal with rude people professionalism you're gonna deal with ignorant people and it's really bad if they don't listen to you now if they don't listen to you and you don't need that job well you need to start making plans so you can leave but when you are professional enough to be a man or woman of your craft you ain't gotta worry about what anybody says to you 
Your self-respect is always there. I don't know why people try to look to the public for so much respect. The public is what the public is, and sometimes it's reasonable. But most times, not really. It's like when you're trying to be on a film set, and they know you're filming, but they're going to do whatever they can to try to get all up in the way of the film. You'll probably be sitting out there stranded, and knowing that you got a 10-hour shoot, and then all of a sudden that 10-hour shoot got longer because these people right here didn't want to be reasonable. But you got to have character and you got to be willing to work with the idea of the circumstances that you're in so that you can look like a better person so you can be the winner on out. It's just like when people try to rage against me sometimes. I'm not going to sit there and just be like, oh, you hurt my feelings and stuff. Oh, no, I'm going to sit there and listen to you. But when you're all out of breath and stuff like that, I'll be like, well, now that you went through that childish phase, let's talk like adults. Think about it. If he wasn't the president anymore, why do you think that all this stuff is based around what Obama did. Obama didn't do anything except go to retirement and have fun. He's been out there jet skiing. The color is back in his face nowadays. I think even his hair is starting to turn black again. Because the idea is he doesn't have to deal with highly dysfunctional people anymore. Now, he does walk around and speak out when there is racism and things are really affecting the country. You know, such as the economy might go back to pot again. At the end of the day, like the fiscal year of Trump's reign doesn't start until October. Shout outs to Crown Royal Conversations for that tidbit, by the way. The fact is, is that you'll realize that he's riding on the coattails of the previous administration and he's not upkeeping things that are there. It seems like, on the other hand, y'all got what you wanted in terms of self-interest. But in terms of actually being an active president and doing the right things for everybody else, well, you failed. Because he's not an active president. You can take a look at his body shape and know that. You can take a good look at who he is and what he has as a quote-unquote staff and understand that he's not about anybody except for those that are in the billionaire's ball. Those of us in the working class, we really got to pull our shit together so we can have something. And then comes the beautiful part where he's like, this is all about the people. No, this is pretty much Celebrity Apprentice gone off the rail. And all this stuff doesn't make any sense. I don't have time for it. The reason why that this is not a political show, mind you, this is pretty much pointing out dealing with the struggles of a society gone mad while at the same time trying to pursue my dreams and goals and the tasks that I set for myself. Because believe me, I hit rock bottom, but it's time for me to just clean off the platform rebuild, restructure, refortify in the times of peak racism and the times of social interaction ignorance or all this other nonsense. And we'll get into the dating game some other time because that is just gone off the deep end too because people don't know how to do these things. And for some people to even understand the flaws of themselves, they break down and act like a giant baby like my good friend did. Now, needless to say, me and that person are still friends, but I always say like, you could do better if you check your ego understand your narrative, open your eyes, stay woke to everything, understand that certain people, when they're in leadership position, they don't need your damn permission to do anything and gratification unless it concerns you. And understand this, when somebody cuts you out of their life because they want something for themselves and you're not providing, it's the reason why parting of the ways shouldn't be seen as something like this giant apocalypse and fallout to everything else. It should be seen as what it is. You're parting of the ways because your agreements and your ideals are not the same as they used to be anymore. I moved on from a lot of people and I'm still going to move on. I've had friends before that person, my friends after them. But it goes like this. When it comes to friendships, on the other hand, and this is how you know how you have toxic friends. Because if it doesn't fit their narrative, they have a problem. If you're not doing their idea, all of a sudden now they break down and stuff like that. Everybody has an idea. Turn that shit into a concept. Maybe then I'll consider it. 
You got some people that think that this is their way and this is how it should be handled according to them. That's not how it works. We all have to have that mutual agreement. And you see, as CEO and president of J360, I can either green light or I can red light. And that's kind of the way it goes. Yeah, I know. I should say I could either proceed or veto, but you know what? Save that for the guy who pretty much doesn't have a vocabulary. That whole infrastructure thing he's talking about, that's going to be a mess. Did y'all see that flowchart, by the way? Looked like hell, didn't it? See, take it from me. I've managed to create flowcharts when I was taking business courses. Did not look like that rainbow bright shit, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, this is this is beyond ignorant. Now, honestly, our state governments and our city governments, you know, when you have potholes and roads, I mean, it's their job to go ahead and take care of that. Remember, that's what you pay for. It's one of your utilities even. But when you take a look at how some of that stuff is undone in other states that's because the people that are in charge of their governments they don't care they're all about sitting there living comfortable getting that good health care and doing all the things making public appearances but you see the part of that is great that's showpiece but behind closed doors they need to go to work they need to communicate they need to figure all this stuff out not understanding that hey if you don't command loyalty to me i'm gonna fire you now that's stupid you understand what i'm saying i can see myself working in any of these government jobs but if you know what an independent faction is which uh the 45th doesn't the idea is that it's an independent faction they don't have to command loyalty to you they have to command loyalty to the country the country comes first and technically, like I said in another episode, as he is the leader of the federal government, technically he works for us because the federal and the union, that's all us. And not only that, he needs to talk to Congress, but at least Congress is united on one thing. This man doesn't make any sense. And a lot of y'all are starting to see that. If you would stay woke about these things, if you'd understand that certain people, when they go on their narrative and you see the holes in those narratives, right? How are you going to talk about what goes on in the legislation when you don't even take the time to vote or go to town hall meeting? How are you going to discuss? It's like discussing weather when you don't know a damn thing about meteorology. Like why this stuff works. Science, where at the same time, oh, by the way, going back to religion, you're supposed to be able to talk about your religion. Now, granted, you're not supposed to be out there trying to convert people. Like, take it from me. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I do. But I don't take the time to go ahead and denounce science and tell other people that they should come join my religion because it's a club and all that kind of stuff. I wasn't put on this earth to save other people like that. I was put on this earth to go ahead and give a message, I'd like to say. Your end goal for that is all up to you. Because this isn't a religious show either. But at the end of the day, you run out of things to talk about. Everybody should have that ability to converse. But everybody wants to outdo each other. And then there have been several instances where religion has led to war. There's still pretty much a war going on now about it. And it's because maybe there's misinterpretation. Just like with anything else, things have changed over the years. But all this hatred, bigotry, and all this crazy stuff going on out there, that doesn't seem to deal with anything about what love is love and love thy neighbor. And that's just little things. Forgive and respect each other. You know, you don't necessarily have to forget what was done to you, but you could forgive and try to move on. Let that person live with the storm. It's just like going back to me and my good friend there. Yeah, we're still friends and all that kind of stuff. Am I going to softball and not talk about politics? No. And you all have had over 30 episodes knowing that I'm never not going to talk about what's going on in the world. It's just, you know, I can't coddle anybody and still respect them if they're still in the same age group as me. If you are in my age group, you're going to take this shit. I'm sorry, all right? It's one thing about older people because they do more than enough talking. Talking is their thing. You know what I'm saying? They talk, 
They do all this. They talk the talk and they walk the walk. That's what they did. That's what they always did. And I said at 30 and below, that's all we do is just complain about things not going our way. Find a way to make it work. Solve the problem. Now you can sit there next to the wall, drink iced tea. Or you can sit next to the wall and you could cry about where you're not going so far in certain areas. You could even sit there and say, hey, can you give me a leg up to help me? I wouldn't mind helping you, but the rest of the road, you got to walk on your own. At the end of the day, that's how we got to make it. We help each other when we need to, but we also have to solve our own problems. And believe it or not, I do have a lot of them, just like all you do. You've probably noticed because of the unorganized method of how J360 goes nowadays. And that's just life. But I could either whine about that or I could do something about it. And here I am doing something about it. It's just so fucking crazy anymore that I see all I need to see from people. People disgust me sometimes. But not in the way where I would want to commit bodily harm. Talk about my race being better, talking about my religion being better, or going ahead and stifling somebody, or defending a president that doesn't even know his job. Doesn't know how to understand that, hey, I denounce racism in my presidency. Don't know how to say, I do not care for David Duke and all the rest. It's just like the first time when Jack Tapper asked him a question about it, and he went on a whole tangent saying, I don't know David Duke. I don't know if he giving me money. I, I don't know all this stuff. Keep in mind that Fred Trump, his father, was a well-known member of the KKK. And a long time ago, they weren't going to rent out space in New York to African Americans because of, well, let's just say reasons. And you all act like he's changed his ways since, right? And you listen to this. All the black people that will go and defend him. Or I, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. The political correct term is African Americans. But I don't think he really calls us down on the inside. I think he says something within. But you know what? <laughs> and by the way, if you're going to use that term, you are a lazy motherfucker. I'm sorry. Every, who doesn't know that word? But let's be real. Going back into it, though. All those people that rush up to defend him, they're either brainwashed or recipients of what that movie Get Out was talking about, or they have money. But those of you in the working class like me, seeing what's going on, understanding what exactly is crazy about this whole thing that's out there, because there's a blight here. Let's, let's face it. You know, during the time of peak racism and peak division, there's also a blight on everything, and it comes out of Washington. That whole stuff that happened in Trump Tower not too long ago, it's just ignorance. But you see, and I'm going to tell you why it was ignorance, because you just saw domestic terrorism, and the fool said he was a murderer. Well, 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 damn. Oh, I, I, I did not know that, Trump. But see, the thing about it is, it was domestic terrorism. See, because in his mind, a terrorist is someone of Middle Eastern descent. You know what? Save it. Somebody of minority descent. And it's so sad that we have to go back to this time. But you know, history repeats itself if you don't learn. And when have a lot of us been learning lately? A conundrum, if you will. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, we can't all come together. Oh, we're all going to come together. That's going to be the end goal. But we got to get through this cultist way. Like, some people are going to have to wake up and start asking questions. And a lot of people, they don't want to ask questions for some reason. Like that relative ease, I guess. But after a while, relative ease is not going to be the thing. We're all going to be dealing with something. If I'm out there building a wall with some of y'all... And if I'm tired of shit and I feel my spine starting to cackle and y'all sitting there saying that Donald Trump is a great person, you better watch that left side of your face because I think my fist is coming. Because nine times out of ten, this stuff needs to this stuff needs to stop. Like that whole idea. He on the phone begging Mexico 
to give up money so they can build that wall. I'm going to tell you this, though. Well, with all this crazy stuff going on, you ain't got to work too hard for that because I think Mexico might come along and build a wall themselves just like Canada will because they don't want to put up with our crap. And by that time, I guess I'll be long gone too. I'm not going to tell you where. But the J-Man show will always be a thing. It doesn't make any sense why all this stuff is happening. And it doesn't really add up to where his end goal is. And then not to mention, you take a look over at our Congress. Remember all of those people that said, we're going to do it for the people. We're going to take back Congress. We're going to lead into a new era. We're going to be something great. Oh, we're going to be rallying behind Trump every step of the way. Well, that rallying kind of slowed to a crawl. I'm sure there. I'm sure it's going to bounce back in some way because if there's one thing Trump likes to do, he can bullshit his way out of anything. But this time, that is leaving one hell of a stain for him to do. But I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and do for the American people. Yep, the congressional Republicans that I'm talking about. Of course, the House have always had their people. But when you take a look over at the Senate Republicans, you mean to tell me that throughout all eight years, them fools didn't have a plan? Well, actually, they did. Their plan was to confuse all of you so there wouldn't be no bipartisanship and you would give them power. And after that, I guess there was no end game. Or that whole thing would, Oh, we're going to take care of Obamacare. Obamacare's the enemy. Obamacare's a disaster. Even though we had some halfway input into it. Oh, we're going to go ahead and do for the American people. Oh, Obamacare is destroying America. I like to think that people in charge of the job market for not doing right by giving people an idea of how to apply for these jobs and actually following up on saying, hey, I researched your resume and this is what I thought. I don't think you were qualified. I think miscommunication in that department is what's destroying America. I think that they're not making it easier for people to even go back to learning skills to make themselves competitive outside of putting a huge price tag on it is destroying America. I don't think the idea of everybody running around here talking about how broke they are and the city government are putting taxes and all these other things on them that they can never pay for, not to mention the $7.25 an hour, which is not going to cover at least a quarter of their bills because, face it, being a homeowner or a renter, you know, depending on who your landlord is, does tax on you quite a lot. I think that's kind of hurting America. And then, of course, there's egos, jealousy, racism, which all lead to one another. Our vices destroy us. Unless we check them. Unless we say what we need to say and understand where we're coming from. We can't even disagree or communicate with each other right. And that's what's holding us back. Like some of us, we can't even unite because we start thinking of the selfish things rather than the needs. In my view, I didn't need Donald Trump to be president. Hell, I didn't even need Hillary to be president. I needed somebody who actually wanted to go into the White House and make a difference. A good difference. To understand how the government works and maybe, hey, we can make changes here. Like, let the Affordable Care Act do its job for you. See how it works and see when you can step in and make the change to it. What's wrong with that? I mean, certain software companies do that. We'll let it run its course for now. We'll see what the buyer base is talking about. We'll keep an eye on reports here. And we'll see if we can make changes. Because if we make changes too soon, our patches will screw up an otherwise good game we just bought. And a lot of PC owners know that. And it's just like, when you look at this, this new Incompetence Inc., because that's what they are. Every single one of them are 
losing their job day by day whenever Trump's on a hiring firing spree and then at the end of the day they all have something to gain out of it which is the end goal doesn't seem to be too much anything because it's just like saying we're the elites we are the the elites we are in charge of everything all this elitist thinking look let me tell you this now think about it as I'm walking around and I'm profiling what I'm doing as I gain all my riches and stuff like that you think I'll be any different than I am right now? Probably not. But the thing about it is, I'm not going to be a, all about that elitist, snooty, snoot shit. I understand why it's there, but I also understand where I come from. And I also understand, like, you know, there's nothing wrong with making the means accessible to people out there who don't have them and are willing to change. And that includes ex-cons that get out of jail. Because, you know, some of them ex-cons that you think of probably didn't commit the crime, probably just the uh, wrong dude in the wrong place. You never know the circumstances. Now, if there's lives lost, that's already a biased opinion because the person that died can't speak for themselves and are already dead. That's their pretty much saving grace there, whereas the person probably was the victim in defending themselves, but don't know how to speak well enough or probably has a horrible lawyer. There's so many layers. And I may look into more detail in another J-Match episode, but the idea is retention and bringing people back and putting them in a for-profit prison is just evil because people keep them in there to make money off of them there's a lot of evil in our country as well as in other countries and the thing is it's not making any attempt to hide itself anymore especially since you got somebody with more vices and more issues and a limited staff and the most powerful seat in the nation let that sink in for a little bit but outside of all that, though, this is an impromptu J-Man Show episode because, face it, guys, I couldn't just leave y'all hanging like that. And I know that I had a Saturday double special planned, and I was trying my damnedest to make sure that the equipment around here works. The fact is I had to come out of my woodwork and go ahead and give you something good. I mean, this episode was supposed to be about those movies that I was to redeem, but I am guess I'm going to have to save that for 34, but this is something that I can't just be silent about you know I have to say what I need to say and I'm sorry I did black out on all of you but you know I always had this golden rule if you have true fans and you're a creative your true fans will wait on you and for those of you that did I'm thankful for each of you and for those of you new fans that just discovered this show we're gonna be good friends (laughs) yeah that was creepy outside of all that though thanks for coming in J360 Legion this is Jay signing off peace peace